Praise the Lord, people of God. Pastor Brian McCrory here, welcoming you to Solomon's Temple, Christian Ministries, Church of God in Christ, where your spiritual rebirth rebuilds, restores, and revives your relationship in Christ Jesus. I'm asking you to come in and join us as we enter into worship service. Uh, today, we're going to be dealing with the relationship between the prophet Elijah and his mentee or his protege, the prophet Elisha. We're at the end of Elijah, the prophet's ministry, and Elisha has been following him and they get across the Jordan River. And the prophet turns to his protege and asks, what may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? And Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. In other words, he said, make mine a double. And the prophet said, if you can hang in with me long enough, if you see me when I'm taken up from you, you'll get just what you ask for. People of God, I want you to know there's a blessing in store for you if you can hang in long enough with the move of God. Come on in and enter into this service with us, Solomon's Temple Christian Ministries, Church of God in Christ. We look forward to worshiping with you. I'll see you soon. before your mighty hand this morning Father God because we know, we know. that if you just speak a word yes, yes. everything changes yes, yes. God you're the God of shifting yes, yes. you're the God that brings things to pass so we thank you today thank you, Lord. Thank you. we honor you with the fruit of our lips God God, so many need to hear from you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. But they have not found themselves in the household of praise. Yes, God. But because you dispatched these people this morning, God, because we're here now. We need a word from you. Father, not only do we want to hear a word from you, but we want that word to bring life. We want that word to be the energy, to be the mechanism by which we use to take us out into the highways and the edges. God, Lord, we need a word today. Yes, yes. Move by your power in this place. Have your way in this place. Let your anointing fall fresh 
in this place. Send that rhema word into this place. Let your glory fill the temple of God. Let your power fall. Let your presence be prevalent in this place. God, we speak now even to the winds of change. Somebody needs a shift in this place. We speak now into the atmosphere, God. Oh God, they may not be with us physically, but they're here spiritually. They're here, oh God, in another capacity. But they need a change. They need a shifting. So we speak now into the atmosphere, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That you rest rule, that you heal now, that you set free and deliver. Encourage those that are discouraged this morning, oh God. Lord, somebody is desperate for you today, God. So speak a word. And we'll give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus. Come on, just begin to say something to your God in this place. Speak heavenly words to your heavenly Father. God wants to hear from you. He wants to hear from you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now clap your hands and give the Lord glory. Listen, listen, if you have an expectation of God, if you're looking for something from God, you see, it begins with you, it begins with your state of mind, it begins with the state of your spirit. I don't know about you, but I require a word of the Lord. I require that God on my behalf. I require that the gift be stirred up on the inside. I have an expectation of my God. You can't come into the household of God, amen, and have an encounter. You can't expect an encounter if you don't bring something to the table. Uh, are there, is there anybody in this place that's bringing a praise to the table? Amen. We've got to mix all of these ingredients of praise together so that when we come out of this place, we've got a good deal. We've got something that can stick to our spirit. Amen, somebody. God, we need you to have your way in this place today. We need you to have your way in this place today. We need you to have your way in this place today. God, we're here. We're gathered together in your name. Oh, God, we need you to move by your spirit, move by your power. I won't move another inch. I won't budge. I won't shift. I won't do it. I won't speak a word. If you don't take over now, in the name of Jesus, I'll sit down right now and we'll just worship you until you come in to this place. We'll just praise you until you stir up the gift in this place. I am not here of myself. I am not here of my own, but I believe I've been bought with a price. I've been called with a purpose. God, have your way. Move now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, send the word, God. I can't speak without the movement by your power. Send a word into this place now. Now, let me keep the move of your power now. God was thinking of that place of that season when the disciples were gathered together in one place. Lord God, we want to be like the disciples gathered together in one place. Now. With one accord, oh God, with expectancy in our hearts, oh God, you said that the came in like the sound of a mighty rushing wind. Come in now, God. Have 
to choose to. Somebody say, all I need is an amen.
Double. Double. Last week we talked about it, and this week I want to continue in that vein of double. What I mean by that is we learned last week that the man of God, Elisha, the protege of Elijah, the prophet, did not ask for double power. He asked for the same spirit. So we dealt with that because he asked a hard thing. Amen, somebody. Y'all remember Amen. last week? Amen. He asked a hard thing. And it was a hard thing because the prophet Elijah essentially said, you've asked a thing that I don't have the power to give. Because only God can set a prophet in place. I wish I had somebody with me today. So when the man of God asked for a double portion, he was essentially saying that I want to replace you. Listen, listen, listen. Double means a replica. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Uh, double can mean twice as much of the original thing. Amen. But it can also mean a replica of the original. Come on. Now. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. Uh -huh. yes. Amen. Amen. It can mean two of the same thing. Uh -huh. But it can mean something being folded over against itself. Uh -huh. All right. uh -huh. But what I want to deal with today is double being the replica. Come on. Come on. In other words, Elisha wanted the people to recognize that there was still a work for a prophet to do in the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, God still needed a prophet. Yeah, yeah. And because Elijah's time had come to be caught up, uh -huh. he was saying, I need the same spirit so that when they see me, they see you. I wish I had somebody with me. In other words, what he was saying, remember I said that he went and grabbed the mantle that had fallen when Elijah was caught up. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He grabbed the mantle and he turned around and went back. But when he went back, the water, the Jordan had covered itself back up. Amen? Amen. So he had to go back and tap the water again, strike the water again with the same mantle. But what he wanted to do was strike it in the same spirit. Yeah. And he called on the same God. And what he was saying is everything that the people of God saw you do, yeah. I want them to see me do. Come on, yeah. But I need the replica of your spirit uh, in me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a double of your spirit. What I need is for God to double that spirit and give me exactly what I need. I wish I had somebody with me today. So so, so what I'm saying to you all, y'all, do y'all remember back in the day, some of y'all, anybody used to drink? Anybody used to drink? Anybody used to, nobody used to drink? Anybody? Nobody? Just me? I used to drink? Okay, I used to, to the drinkers, to the former drinkers, to the, amen. I, I, not only was I a, uh, the owner of the hair club for men, I'm also a member. Amen. I was a drinker. And, and after working, I'm getting to my scripture, after working all week long, I used to enjoy going to the, to the spot on Friday. Right? And, and I felt like I deserved a drink because I put in the work. Amen. And so I would get there and I'd see people around there drinking and I'd see them, and I, but I wouldn't see anything happening. There was no action. I guess it was still early. 
So I wanted some action. Amen. And not look around. See, folks got their drinks. But well, whatever you got ain't working for you. Please make mine a double. Because what I wanted was a quick work. <laughs> I can't get nobody with me. Come on. Come on. Okay. Amen. Listen, some of y'all, maybe it wasn't the drink. Well, well, well. All right. Maybe it was something else. But whatever it was, you felt like you deserved it. Amen. And whatever the impact was going to be, you wanted to get there and get there in a hurry. Amen. And so what you would do is say, make mine a double. Amen, somebody. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, when it comes to the Spirit of God, I need the Lord to make mine a double. Clap your hands and give the Lord some praise in this place. Make mine a double. Amen. I, I need a double anointing. Amen. Amen. If the man before me got a half a cup, Lord, give me a full cup. Amen, somebody. Well, I found out that if I get double of it, everything that's in the half a cup, all the same ingredients go into the full cup. I can't get nobody to celebrate God with me. Touch somebody and say, I need the Lord to make mine a double. Amen, amen. Anybody played baseball back in the day? Anybody, any baseball players, softball players, you know. Listen, do y'all remember the double? Huh? See, a single was just getting on base. Amen. But I found out, this is what I found out. I found out if you could hit a double, you hit the ball one time with one strike of the ball, you get more than one base. Amen. So it was good to get on base. Like you people are thankful to get on base, and it was wonderful to hit a home run. But listen, this is what I found out. Listen, I'm not Barry Bonds. I may not be able to hit it out of the park, but I found out that if you could get to second base, they would say that you was in scoring position. So if I hit a double, listen, when I make contact with the ball, all I want to do is put myself in a scoring position. So when you ask God for a double portion, Lord, I just want to be in position to score. I wish I could get somebody with me. Anybody know what I'm talking about when you had it? Listen, let me tell you something. The popular baseball players were the ones who could hit home runs. But the most consistent baseball players were the ones who were always in scoring position. Listen, listen, I don't need to come all the way home. I just need to get in position to score. I wish I had somebody with me. Why? Because there's there's always opportunity. Amen, somebody? Watch this, watch this. I want to take you to the scripture. I want to take you to the scripture, 2 Kings. Uh, let's get to 2 Kings chapter 2. I'm only going to read a couple of verses. Last week, I think we read verses 1 through 10. Uh, but today, I want to deal... Where do I want to start? I'm going to start with verse 11. I'm going to read 11 through 14. When you get it, say amen. 2 Kings chapter 2, 11 through 14. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes, rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell uh, from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. 
And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the God of Elijah? And when he had also smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. I want you to understand that the parted waters happened twice. Right. In other words, God did a double take. Take your seat with love and honor. I'm going to deal with that one in just a minute. Uh, so, so what happened is God did the same thing twice. Uh, and that is just a confirmation that when the man of God, Elisha, asked for a double portion of Elijah, God, the first instance of a double portion was that he divided the waters twice. Amen, preacher. Amen, amen. So what I'm trying to say is that when you ask God for a double portion, Come on now. when you walk, when you want to walk in the same spirit of Jesus, uh -huh. what you're saying is, Lord, I want to be able to do like Jesus did. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Jesus had that spirit on him before he left because he said, the works that you see me do, the same work. In other words, you're going to do double. Yeah, yeah. In other words, not only will you do what I do, but you'll do even more. Yeah. Amen. So in other words, what he says is, you'll have the same spirit that I have. Uh-huh. To do the same that I did. Yeah. But you're going to be able to do double. Oh. Yes. Quantity double. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Than what I'm doing. Amen somebody. In other words you'll be able to heal like I was able to heal. Yeah. You'll be able to resurrect like I am the resurrection and the life. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But you're going to be able to impact more than I was able to impact. Come on now. Amen. Uh huh. Yeah. Amen. yeah. I, listen it's, it's, a it's a struggle to receive that. Because yeah. we don't see it. Amen, somebody. Here's what I found out. I found out that the man of God, Elijah, told Elisha, you'll get everything you ask for if you're there when I get taken up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Amen, somebody. Yeah. Uh -huh. So in other words, if you can hang in yeah. long enough, yeah. if I had come a subtopic for this, it would be, can you hang? Can you hang? Yeah. yeah. Amen? Because you can ask God for a double portion, but the question is, can you hang in long enough uh -huh. Uh -huh. to receive from the Lord? Yeah. Amen. I'm gonna leave it right there. Amen. Uh, come on, Amen. Come on. So, so let me let me give you a little bit of, of a foundation here. You all know the initial scriptures that we read on on last week. Y'all remember that the man, the, the, the men of God were traveling uh, to several places to Gilgal, to Bethel, to to Jericho. Right. Remember there was uh, prophets that came and, and talked, uh, tried to prevent uh, Elijah from going forward, and even at some point. Elijah, the prophet, the, the, the mentor said, stay here. Remember, there was all types of opportunity to keep Elisha from hanging. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Amen. And then the Lord says, there's going to be many of distractions in your life that are going to try to keep you, going to try to get you from hanging in there long enough to receive that that you have asked God for. That's but right. if you can hang in there. And touch somebody said, make mine a double. In other words, you've got to be able to endure hardness as a good soldier. Amen. But in order to endure this hardness, you're going to have to have something on the inside that gives you enduring power. Yeah, come on now. Come on. Amen. Amen. And so if I'm going to have enduring power, that means I'm going to have to get through some of the experience that I've got to go through. Jesus said, if you love me, you shall stay that love me shall suffer persecution. So you have to go into this thing knowing that there's going to be some arrows, there's going to be some darts that are going to come at you. Right. But if you can hang, yeah. 
Hey. Amen. Because you asked God for a double portion. You uh-huh. said make mine a double. Is that right? Uh-huh. Amen. So if you can hang, God says you'll get double for your trouble. Uh-huh. I wish I had somebody with yeah. me. Can I be yeah. reminded of the book, the man named Job? But Job lost everything. everything. But listen, Paul said, I have lost all these things, but I count them as done that I might obtain Christ. Job said, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up because you take everything away. Uh-huh. But because Job was able to hang in there. Right. Yeah, right. Come on now, come on now, come on. The Bible said that Job got double for his trouble. Can anybody yeah. hang today? Anybody right, want to hang on, out? Can you touch your neighbor and say, hey, I need you to hang out. I need you to hang out. Hey, man, I need you to hang out. I need you to hang out in Bible study. Yeah. Hang out in Sunday school. Yeah. Hang out at prayer time. Amen. Because the only way you're going to be able to endure hardness as a good soldier is that you have everything inside of you that you need to keep you in scoring yeah. position. Amen. Somebody should be excited in this place already. Amen. So, so watch this, watch this. So Elijah did a couple of things. The first thing he did was he made a request. But there was a type of request that he made. Elijah made a spiritual request of the man of God. He said, listen, I need the double portion of your spirit. spirit. It was a spiritual request. Just shout it out there. Amen. It's all right. Don't be afraid. He said, I need a double portion of your spirit. Amen. So the content was critical. The content of the request of Elisha was critical. How many of y'all know that it's how you ask? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen. Sometimes you can ask questions. There's times that my children come to me and they want to ask me something. Amen. What's the first thing we teach our children when it comes to the content of how they put the package together? What, is it, what should it have? We used to call them what, what kind of words? What would what, what we call the words? Use your magic words. Right, right, because because of the package, how it's what package it comes in matters. Amen. What we the reason we would say magic words is because if our children use magic words, then what they ask for would magically appear. Amen, somebody. So what I'm trying to say is the package matters. How you go to God matters. How you go to your leader matters. I've never seen so many folks that don't have respect for leadership. I mean, are you talking to your pastor? Are you talking to your bishop? Do you understand that they labor before you? Listen, I tell young people all the time, how you conduct yourself in front of grown folks says a lot about what you're coming up in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen, amen. Young people have no regard for authority today. So what I'm trying to say is that right right here, the man of God says he had a spiritual request. Amen. And so what's funny, what here's what's interesting. Look, watch this, watch this. Elijah asked to receive double portion of Elijah's spirit. So it wasn't, remember we said this, it wasn't for twice the power. Amen. That rested on Elijah. It was going to be, he wanted to be recognized as Elijah's replacement. In other words, I need to be seen like you were seen. Uh-huh. And this is what I found out. I found out that as a leader, as a man of God, as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a father, as a husband, my, when people see my family, they need to see a double portion. Uh-huh. Come on, come on. I wish I had somebody with me. Uh-huh. When, when, when I, t- I tell my children this, I said, when people see you, they need to see you as an extension of me. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Amen. So, so if they see you and they don't see me, something has gone awry somewhere. That's right. That's right. Amen, somebody. You tell your children all the time when you out there, you're representing me. They, you, they, when they see you, they should see double. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. The young people to say anything in you. I'm talking to the young people, and then because your parents want the world to see double when they see you all. That's right. Man. Amen. Somebody. They put in all that work. They train you. They raise you up. They teach you this. They teach you that. They want you to be the best of them 
when you get out there, represent yourself to the world. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So they want to see double. Tell somebody said they want to see double. They want to see double. Uh, listen, young people, I need y'all to shout this with a loud voice. Make mine, Make mine. A, double. a double. Amen. In other words, Lord, help me to be more like those that came before me. Uh -huh. Amen. Listen, but parents, hey, come on now. You better make sure that they're showing the right spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, make sure yeah. you're putting the right thing in them. Make sure that uh -huh. you're giving them the right example. Because according to the scripture, Elijah had all the makings of a great man of God, a prophet of God, so much so that his protege wanted to be just like him. Come on, son. Look, we got to give these young people something to want to be like. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. We want them to hang, but we don't want them to hang with crazy. We want them to hang through the good times, the bad times, the rough times, the tough times. But how we present, I, listen, touch somebody say it's the content that matters. Amen. So he had a spiritual request, and the content of his request mattered because he wanted to be the replacement of the man of God. Remember, he had already been selected. Amen. First Kings chapter 19 gives us this on record. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael, king over Syria. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He said, also you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat of Abel, Maholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. Well, well, well. Amen. So in other words, when Elisha had asked for a double portion of the spirit of Elijah, it had already been on record that Elisha had been appointed his replacement. Come on, come on. Come on, somebody. In other words, what you're asking of God when you seek a double portion, you're asking of something that God has already ordained you to receive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Listen, watch this, watch this. And I'm going to go back. You know, there's a there's a there's a scripture here that talks about uh the, the firstborn getting the, the, the double portion. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Why? Because he's the firstborn. Uh -huh. it, it's it's his right, it's his birthright to get a double portion. Am I right? Uh -huh. Amen. So it was common for the firstborn children to receive a double portion of their father's estate. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Deuteronomy says, but he shall Deuteronomy 21 and 17. Uh, it is recorded, he shall acknowledge the son of the unloved wife as the firstborn by giving him a double portion, double portion. of all that he has. Uh -huh. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. Uh -huh. Remember what I said last week. I said when you are born again, yeah, yeah. Right? Because first you're born of the flesh, then you're born of the spirit. Uh -huh. Am I right? But when you're born of the spirit, are you not the firstborn yeah, 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 in the yeah. spirit? Yeah. Uh -huh. So what he says is, I'm going to anoint you with the blessing of the firstborn. That means you get a double portion of your father's estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nobody got excited. Let me say that one more time. So if I'm a born again believer, yeah, that means I've been born in the spirit. Right. That means I've become my father's child. Right. Yeah. And if I've got the anointing and the blessing of the firstborn to get a double portion, I get a double portion of my father's estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says the cattle of a thousand hills belongs to my father. Yeah, yeah. So if I get a double Amen, somebody. See, see, some of y'all are you listen, with the, the challenge that we have is you have to understand who it is that you belong to. That's right, that's right. And then you have to understand what is the inventory 
of his estate. That's right. That's right. So when you begin to go out there and grab something, listen, I tell people all the time, you're not going to get what belongs to them. You're going to get what belongs to you. It's your right as a born-again believer to inherit. Listen, I need somebody to get excited. If you don't want nothing, don't say nothing. But I'm a believer in my father's houses, rich and houses and lands. Amen, somebody. So I believe that there is much more in store for me because I am the firstborn Brian in the kingdom, in the spirit. So I'm going to get the blessing of the firstborn. That's double portion of my father's estate. So I'm going to go get what belongs to me. Amen. Come on now. So the man of God, he is called, he called Elijah my father in verse 12 of this, of this chapter. He was asking for the right of the firstborn. Amen. But he had to ask it out of what he believed. In other words, he had to ask it in the spirit of faith. Remember, it's a spiritual request. He asked for a double portion of the spirit. So he had to ask in the spirit of a faith, the spirit of what he believed. Now it was easy for him to believe it uh-huh. because he had seen some work done. That's right. That's right. Amen, somebody. I tell my children all the time. This is what I say to them. I said, "You've seen my life. You've watched what the Lord has done in and through my life. You've seen me pray and ask things of God, and you've seen them come to pass." Uh-huh. And I say to my children, you have an opportunity to be even better than I was. Come on now, come on, come on. Amen, somebody. Come on. So if you see what the Lord has done through me, are you not getting yourself ready to get even more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Amen. Listen, we, look, our children have to walk behind us, but at some point, uh, listen, this is, I, 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 I'm trying to make this personal because my children are sitting in here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But how many other people have children in here? Amen. Okay. If your children aren't here, I want you to take this home to them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because in their walk, at some point, they're walking behind you. That's right. That's right. But like the man of God here, at some point, you're going to have to get off the road. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Amen, somebody. Uh-huh. At some point, see, right now, they're walking behind you. Right. Elijah said, you need to stay with me. Yeah, come on, Pastor. If you can hang in long enough, when I get taken up out of here, you're going to get just what you asked for. And we got a lot of young people that ain't trying to follow their parents in nothing. No. You don't want nothing, don't need nothing. I got it, I got it. No, you ain't got it, baby. Because you need to be, in, in order to get it, you got to hang yeah, yeah, with yeah. me long enough so that when God takes me up out of here, everything that you ask for, it shall be done. At some point, you got to walk on your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. But what will you be walking in? I'm dying to be able to finish. This today. Uh-huh. Amen. We bless God. I know you're trying to get to the Super Bowl. So watch this. So Elijah learned to trust in the presence and power of God in this world. Uh-huh. Amen. We put our trust and confidence in everything else but the power of God. That's right. Am I right? Uh-huh. Why do I mean? Well, what I mean by this is, yes, you're supposed to be uh, going to work, doing your job, getting your paycheck, and getting your bills paid. If you are an entrepreneur, you got your own business, amen, you have to depend on those checks, that, that revenue for providing whatever service you need to provide to your clients. Whatever it is, uh-huh. amen, uh-huh. You, somebody's got to sign the bottom of that check. That's it. That's it. Am I right? Uh-huh. So you put a whole lot of confidence in the ink pen and the hand on the person that's signing a check. Yeah, yeah. But the Bible says, my Bible says that he is the God is the one who it gives me the ability to obtain wealth. Right. That's right. That's right. Amen. So I don't have to put my confidence in man. I can put my confidence in my father who's rich in houses and lands. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can put my confidence in the one that's going to give me a double portion of his estate. So he asked in the spirit of faith and he believed that God was in absolute control of every situation in his life. Right. Uh-huh. The next thing he asked was in a spirit of obedience. That's right. Uh-huh. 
right? So Elijah, watch this, the, the, the mentor, Elijah instantly and without question, even when the command of God made no sense, he did it. Right, did it. Without question. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Watch this. Listen, this is what I... We can... We, we don't question nothing but what comes out of the preacher. Uh-huh. Come on, come on. Amen, amen. We, we put all this confidence in what we find on Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Tinder, all these others online. Look, I, I found it on the internet, uh-huh. so it must be true. Yeah. I look, I've had my daughter come to me and say, Daddy, I think I got this condition because these symptoms, I found these symptoms on me. I said, girl, if you keep looking, you're going you gonna to find yourself in a grave. Uh-huh. Amen. So, because if you sneeze wrong, you got some yeah, yeah, yeah. debilitating disease. Amen. You go online and you find all this information. And I, this is what I've learned. I listen to young people. I listen to young educated people. And I found that we are living in a day of too much information. Yeah, right. yes. yeah, yeah. Amen. And so when you have too much information, you never know what to believe. Amen, somebody. So, so watch this. So here, the, the point, the, another component of the content of the man of God was him asking in a spirit of obedience. Elijah was a faithful man. He was an obedient man, and obedience is better than sacrifice, even when it made no sense. Yeah. I said, come to Bible study, come to Sunday school, be home before the lights go out. Y'all remember what parents used to tell us. And when we was coming up, it don't, make no, it don't take all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? It's getting quiet. Come on, come on, come on. Amen. Listen, we, 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 we don't want to be obedient to what we hear coming from this place. Mm-hmm. Amen. But we'll be obedient when our friends text us. Without question, look, I need you to meet me at uh, such and such at about 9 o'clock. We got something to do. I'll be there on time and time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A stub toe will make you late for church. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Pastor, I, I was going to make it out this morning, but I was getting up out the bed and I, and I hit my pinky toe on the corner of the bed. Uh-huh. I think I got to go get that checked out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pastor, I was gonna make it out to, to, to Bible study, uh, but but something happened and I and, and for whatever reason I just can't. And some of the some of the messages that, that leaders get, me and the leaders, we talk, me and pastors talk all the time. And sometimes we laugh because we said, man, you remember when you did that? Uh-huh. Right? So here's what we found out. If you want to look for disobedient people, go to Bible study. Well, well, well. It's not the ones that are there, it's the ones that ain't there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, if you want to find disobedient people, watch this. Go to the mall at about 7.30 p.m. on a Friday night. Well, well. I ain't trying to tell you that there's a bunch of disobedient people in there, but I guarantee you there's some teenager in the mall that was supposed to be home an hour ago. Right. Well, well, right. well. Come on. Y'all ain't going to crack over right. this on, thing, honestly. So a spirit of obedience. The next thing he had to have was a spirit of courage. His faith in God and his obedience to God combined to give him the courage to stand for God. All he wanted to do was take over where Elijah Left off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen? Uh-huh. Anybody want to take over anything in this place today? Amen. Hey, listen, listen. Jesus has gone on to be with the Lord, but I'm so glad that I've got him present in me, in my spirit, in my heart, as my Lord and Savior. And what he said is, I, now that I'm going away, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. That where I go, you may be also. But he said, I won't leave you comfortless. I'll send back the comforter. In other words, Jesus was saying, I'm going to give you everything you need, but I need you to pick up where I left off. Touch somebody said, make mine a double. double. Amen. Because Jesus did tell me, he commanded me to go out into the highways and hedges and compel people to come in. So now he's looking for those obedient people. How many of us are actually going out into the highways 
and into the hedges. How many, ask your neighbor, can you hang? Can you hang? Amen. There's work to do, but I need to know if you can hang. Amen. So a spirit of courage. So his faith and his obedience combined, that those two ingredients gave him the courage to stand for God. Tell somebody say, I'm standing. I'm standing. Amen. I'm taking over. I'm taking over where Jesus left off. Amen. So so he asked a hard thing, but what the writer, but what Elijah said is, I can't do what you're asking of me. But if you can hang in long enough, you'll get exactly what you asked for. People of God, if there was ever a day that we need people to have a heart like Elijah, we're living in those days now. If there was ever a season to have that spirit of courage, that spirit of obedience. If there was ever a time uh -huh, uh -huh. for us to need those prerequisites, we're living in those days now. When we learn that we will never be able to do what the Lord has saved and called us to do without his power. Yeah, yeah. Amen? Amen. So, so what the man of God was asking for, he was saying, I need what you have so that I can be able to do what God has called me to do for far too long. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. The church, watch this, I got this. Oh. The church has tried to operate in what we call the machinery or the mechanics yeah. of human wisdom and power. Come on now, come on, Pastor. For far too long, the church has tried to operate in the mechanics or the machinery of human wisdom and power. Right. Yeah, yeah. Amen? Uh -huh. And as a result, we've lost the power that God had given us that made us remarkable. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because we put all of our confidence in man. Yes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So we've lost our power in God. Yeah. Everything that makes us unique, we've lost because we keep looking at man and not looking at God. Right. Uh -huh. One writer said this, A.W. Tozer commented, he said that without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, 95% uh -huh. of what they did in the scripture, in the church back then, would have been deleted. Yeah. Without the power of the Holy Ghost, 95% uh -huh. of what they did would have been wiped out. No. He went on to say that in this day and age, 95%, he said, if Jesus left the building, 95% oh, yeah. of what we do, we could just keep on doing uninterrupted. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on now. Come on, Pastor. Yeah. He said when the Holy Ghost left, if the Holy Ghost had left back then, 95% of what they did would have been wiped out, right. dissolved. Go. He said, but if the Spirit of the Lord leave the church today, 95% of what we do will go on. Yeah, Man. yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. John, just deal with that for a minute. Let yeah. that marinate uh -huh. for just a minute. Uh -huh. But then you, Dr. Rollins, said, I need to see more anointing. In the church, I need to see more power uh -huh, uh -huh. in the church. Well, listen, how does the anointing come? What happened with the disciples? The disciples that were hanging with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Huh? What did he say to them? He said, Can you not pray with me for it? Can you not sit for an hour? Hour. Ask your neighbor, can you hang? Can you hang? See, they, they tried to cast out demons and didn't know why it didn't happen. They went to Jesus and said, How is it that you're able to do this? What did he say? He said, this kind coming but by fasting and praying. Can you hang? Can you hang with me? Uh -huh. Jesus resurrected the dead. Amen. I found out there was a man dead four days. So much dead, he was stinking. And they had said, Jesus, it don't even matter that you come now because he's dead and gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that my father 
might be glorified. Uh, come Lazarus, yes, come on out of there. Uh, uh, come on now, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you need to operate, if you decide to operate in that kind of power, under that kind of anointing, can you hang? Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, can you hang? Can you hang? Can you, listen, you got to be able to hang in there. You gotta, if you want to get the spirit, you got to be able to hang in with me. Can you, can you walk with me for a while? Jesus said, can you sit with me for an hour? Touch your neighbor one more time and ask a neighbor. Neighbor. Do you need a double portion? You need a double portion. But can you hang? Watch this, watch this. This is what I found out, people of God. 95% of what we do in the church can go on without the presence of Jesus, which tells me a whole lot of folks is putting on a show. Listen, I found out that you can start a church in a minute. It's easy to start a church. But the question is, can you launch a ministry? Everybody want to start a church, but not a whole lot of people want to launch a ministry. It's easy to start a church. It's easy to put a program together. I can find somebody to sing. I can find somebody to string on the drums. I can find somebody to get on the keyboard. But can you find somebody to serve? Can you hang with me long enough to serve somebody? Can you hang with me long enough to launch a ministry? The definition of ministry is service. And don't nobody want to hang in the service of the Lord. Everybody want to come to church, but don't nobody want to be the church. Everybody want to come for the show, but don't nobody want to serve anybody. Listen, this is what I found about people of God. We talk all the time about being saved. We talk all the time about going higher, but this is a calling on your life. This is a purpose-driven thing. The definition is service. Are you ready to serve? Can you hang with me long enough? Can you serve somebody that don't look like you? Can you serve somebody that don't smell right? Can you serve somebody whose mind may not be right? Can you serve somebody who don't understand the traditions of the church? Can you serve somebody if they walk all the way up here and walk all the way around without just looking at them crazy? Can you serve somebody without whispering about what they're doing and what their activities are? Because the Bible says such for some of you. Can you hang? for a while. Can you handle this for a while? Because if you can hang in there long enough in the service of the Lord. Listen, I heard you say make mine a double. I heard you say I want the same spirit. If you want the same spirit, can you witness to the drunkard? If you want the same spirit, can you witness to the whoremonger? If you want the same spirit, if you really want a double portion, what spirit are you wanting to walk in? I don't need no music, Mike, because at this point, somebody needs to just hear a word. Is there anybody in this place that's ready to walk in a double anointing of the spirit that Jesus was talking about? Can you walk in a double anointing that says, when I lay hands on the sick, something begins to happen. Can you walk in the spirit that says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Listen, let me tell you something. If you ain't put nothing in there, how you gonna get something out? If you don't lift up a praise, how can the blessings come down? If there's no service in your spirit, whose life are you changing? Can you hang with me for a while? Can you hang with me for a while? Yes, Lord. Touch it as a neighbor. Make mine a double. Double means I'm a replica. Uh-huh. Of the one that came before me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Double means I'm going to serve leadership faithfully. Double means that if I'm serving leadership faithfully, when they see me, I ought to look like my leader. I don't mean a great goatee. I'm talking about a light spirit. Amen, somebody. Can you love on them? Can you treat them right? Can you walk in obedience? Can you walk in the spirit? Can you walk in the spirit that I carry? Come on, somebody. I heard I heard this. I'm going to say it one more time. I heard somebody say we, we need to see more anointing in the house of God. I need to see miracles happen in the house of God. But listen, y'all, I don't want to just be in church. I want to be in ministry. Ministry means I'm here to serve. I got to serve. Why? Because when the man of God is gone and it's left up to me to be an example, I want to be able to grab the mantle and speak in the name of the same God that he spoke in. I want to be able to open up opportunities for other people who are less fortunate than I am. I don't want to look down my nose at people because at some point somebody looked down their nose at me and it didn't feel very good. I want to know what it is I can do to help. How can I serve you? Brother, how can I serve you? What can I do that make your day better than it was before you came in contact with me? The baseball analogy. I need to make contact, but when I make contact with the ball, it has to go higher. Listen, there's like what I, I want to make sure we understand something should happen after contact. If you are the people of God that you say you are, if you're walking under his anointing, when somebody comes in contact with you, they should be different. Because when they come in contact with you, they've seen double of the one that came before you. Come on, somebody. If I've got Jesus in me, and you come in contact with me, you just had an encounter with Jesus. Amen? And you should never be the same again. But in order to do that, I need you to hang with me for a while. Can you hang with me for a while? We found out that the disciples couldn't sit with him for an hour. People of God, I need you to hang with me. Let you hang with me. There's work to be done. But if you're looking for a double portion, stick with me. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. What a word. What a word. I pray that this message was as much a blessing for you as it was for me. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, listen, thank you so much for fellowshipping with us today. I look forward to the next opportunity to come together with you in ministry to hear another word from the Lord. This has been your pastor, Brian McCrory, Solomon's Temple Christian Ministries, Church of God in Christ, 8647 Terra Boulevard in Jonesboro, Georgia. Until the next Lord's Day, all of the people of God can come together and say, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord and amen. We'll see you real soon. Take care.